what if, with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Hey, all of you wonderful listeners out there. How was your weekend? Mine was great. It was a perfect mix of friendship and fun and laughter. Actually went to a uh, an improv performance at the local comedy house. It was such fun. And, uh, you know, got a little housework and yard work in. And, and so I, I just feel like it was a great weekend. And I hope that you had the same If it wasn't, then think about how you can play next weekend and how you can improve your next weekend so that you don't make one of the mistakes that we're talking about here today. You've heard that old saying, hindsight is 20-20, right? Hindsight is 20-20. Usually when you say it, it means you're either filled with regret about something and you're trying to let yourself off the hook or or you're trying to sue the friend who, who did something dumb and is feeling down about it. But I want you to take hold of that statement and say, no more. I'm not going to have to say hindsight is 2020 in my life anymore to greatly reduce the number of times that you sigh. And you say to yourself, yeah, well, hindsight, you know what they say about hindsight. Isn't that getting old, right? Really think about a time you made a mistake or missed a great opportunity and say it out loud. Well, hindsight is twenty twenty. Ugh, does it make you feel any better? It doesn't make me feel any better. Heck no. No, all I feel when I say that is is just that same regret and remorse that I'm trying to let myself off the hook for. You still wish you would have done something different when you were presented with those options, okay? Now, experience has the potential to be our very best teacher, And hindsight does play a vital role in that. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying not to review your past. In fact, I think that's very, very important if you do it with the right intention in mind. But unfortunately, so many people go through life just repeating the same old mistakes over and over again. And they somehow miss the connection between hindsight and insight. Because that hindsight can offer you incredible insights into your world, into the why behind the mistakes, into the what you could have done differently, into the opportunities to grow and improve and change. Now, granted, we all make mistakes and and you're going to keep making mistakes and I'm going to keep making mistakes. But do we learn from our mistakes and adjust our lives accordingly? That's what's really important. Or do you just continue to make the same kinds of mistakes and missteps over and over and over again? I have an example for you. And and this is really, really quite common. Um, I've had clients, and I'm thinking of one in particular, who felt that in spite of her success, 
that she didn't want to run her business alone. She just didn't want to be in it alone. And, and she talked herself into believing that she needed a partner. And she chose a partner who had a husband who was also active in the business, although he had no share in the business. And, and this partner, she gave equity share to this partner. And it turned into a horrible, horrible, horrible fiasco. I mean, right down from the partner um, maligning her in social media and in public and at conference and such and 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 stealing from her and trying to, you know, take clients and, and do a side business by cutting her partner out. I mean, it was just horrible, horrible and cost her a fortune, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. But while that whole thing, that whole lawsuit and everything was going on, she decided to take on another partner because she just didn't believe in her ability to do it alone. She just didn't understand that she could find a companionship or camaraderie or input or accountability or whatever it was she was looking for elsewhere. And so she perpetuated this mistake by continuing to choose partners. And, you know, some of them, the next two were actually friends who she, she trusted with all of her heart. People, well, one was a person she'd known for like 10 years. They weren't close friends, but he had a great reputation and he was well-meaning. But none of these things worked out. So now she is partnerless and just doing gangbusters and happy. She's realigned her values in some ways and her belief systems in so many ways. And she's doing it on her own. And she's found and fulfilled those needs elsewhere. So that's that's a good example of the hindsight, you know, is twenty twenty and not really learning from what's going on and why we're making the mistakes that we do. Because most of these missteps and mistakes are out of fear. You know, there, there's a saying by a famous philosopher and novelist, George Santayana, who cannot, it, it says this, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. But I think that needs a little tweak. I think that it's more than just remembering, Right. There's insight that is required, and so is a lot more than remembering. So those who remember and review and learn from the past are condemned to repeat it, is how I would say. I would say that those who don't learn from the past are truly condemned to repeat it. And as a coach, I see it all of the time. Now, this saying is often applied on a grand scale to like nations and governments. But I think it has the greatest application for us as individuals. We can just really learn from it and really have an impact and make a difference as we learn and we, we you know, change and tweak our values and move forward and get out of our ruts. And the, the word change is so intimidating, but it doesn't have to be. And it doesn't have to be complicated. If you're not happy with your life, you need to take some time to analyze the actions and decisions that got you to where you are, right? What adjustments could you make to break your current cycle and to produce a different result than you've been then reproducing or wallowing in for years? As you look back on your past thinking and actions, can you identify things that you could have done differently in that 2020 hindsight? 
right? Because that's what hindsight is. But it doesn't do much good, really. It doesn't do any good unless you learn from it. So learn from your past and stop making choices that are holding you back. That's what today's show is about. Choices like the ones I'm going to talk about today and that you will someday regret. You always will regret these choices. And you can take small, simple steps toward the day when you realize you haven't used the old hindsight quote for a very, very long time. Won't that day feel good? You know, and you just, again, small, simple steps. And and one day you'll wake up and you'll say, wow, I haven't had to say that in a long time. This is feeling pretty good. Good. So we're going to go list through this list of uh, the nine regrets and how you can shift your perspective and produce a different outcome. So number one is choosing the pain of regret over the pain of discipline. Discipline is hard for some people, and it's not just about being weak, okay? In fact, very often, a lack of discipline isn't about being weak at all. It's about fear. Now, think about all the things that you've wanted to do but you've never done or something that you've dreamed of doing for like five or ten years or even more, but you didn't work toward doing. And think about how good you'd feel today If you had that thing, if you had accomplished it, if you had taken that risk, if you had taken that leap of faith, if you had worked toward whatever that is, and think about all the time you wasted that you can't ever get back, right? Here's a simple example. And, you know, really this is much more complex, but I intentionally chose a very simple example. I have a friend who wants, really needs a new mattress. I mean, really, really needs a new mattress. She's sleeping on bed springs, okay? And her husband can't even sleep in the bed anymore. And so he sleeps on this tiny little sofa, right? So there, it, it's horrible. She really needs a new mattress. And, and good mattresses are really expensive. And she can't afford it, or so she says. Yet Starbucks at $6 a day is a daily habit, for her, and actually, it was more like you know ten dollars a day because she was buying for both of them up until recently when he said that's enough i'm not doing this anymore. Last month, she spent hours in a new little slot machine place that just opened in our area. I think um, gambling was just made legal in the state of Illinois on land, and so there's this little corner place where you can go and play slot machines and she spent eighty dollars last month. Now, she's not a gambler. She just found it a fun and different way to pass the time. She purchased a cute coffee mug for $9. And, hello, she doesn't even drink coffee at home because she goes to Starbucks and gets her coffee. Well, you get the picture. And this is just the stuff I know about. And if my math is correct, in the last month, after after one month, she could have had $269 toward her new mattress. That's a lot of money. I mean, that's a nice, you know, chunk of money toward, let's say, a fifteen or an $1,800 mattress. And that's just after one month. Stop making excuses. 
find a way to get to the things that you want to do or have and make it happen. Start pushing yourself to do what you hope to do so that in the future you won't look back for regret. And, you know, the work can be hard and you may have to make some sacrifice or create some change. It can even be painful, but it's a lot less painful than thinking back on what will never be, or in my friend's case, sleeping on springs instead of a real mattress without her husband next to her. It's kind of a cute guy. Okay, so that was regret number one. And, you know, remember, think about how you can choose some discipline over regret because it's really important and it doesn't have to be a lot. You can compromise on your discipline. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. I have eight more for you and they're coming up after this break. Our next one is choosing not to be brave, right? Choosing not to be brave. Thanks for being here today. We'll be back with you in just a couple of minutes. the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka, and we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Everybody, everybody. Join us every Monday at 10 a.m. Central for the Johnny Rowland News, Guns, and Motorsports Radio Show with commentary about current events, guns, shooting, and firearms issues, automotive and motorsports features, and special music presentations. Johnny's recognized as an international firearms authority and ballistic engineer, as well as an accomplished and widely recognized automotive designer and longtime TV and radio host. This program draws on Johnny's experience in shooting, motorsports, and as a professional entertainer musician. Don't miss Johnny Roland News, Guns, and Motorsports. Infotainment at its best. Trust us on this one. It's a fun show. Every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Central, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. So we're here today talking about 
nine things that you cannot do in the future so that you can move forward without regrets. So number one was choosing the pain of regret over the pain of discipline. It doesn't have to be that hard, okay? Promise you, it doesn't have to be that hard. Number two is choosing not to be brave. Now, being brave, there's this this great misunderstanding about courage and braveness. And I want to tell you that being brave doesn't mean that you are not afraid, that you're fearless. In fact, the opposite is true. Courage without thought or meaning is called recklessness, okay? It's just reckless. People who feel like they're brave and invincible are just being reckless. They get hurt financially, physically, emotionally. They get hurt. So it's okay to be afraid. Brave people are not fearless. They've simply found something that matters more to them than the fear that holds them back. You know, I call it the vision beyond the vision. You've heard me say that a thousand times. You have to picture, you have to focus on that big why, that, that feeling, that emotion, that passion, that driver behind what you want to do. And if you don't have that vision beyond the vision, call me because we need to work on it because I can tell you, you know that I've been coaching for, gosh, more than 12 years now. And I have coached, I've lost count, so many businesses who were struggling and barely, the owners barely taking home a paycheck. And now they're in the millions and they're very, very comfortable. And I'd say a good 80%, maybe even higher. I've got to go back and reevaluate this again. But most of them, the grand majority of them have a vision beyond a vision, something that just really makes them tick, something they feel so passionate about. And I've told you what mine is. Mine is all about helping especially women, but small business owners of any type succeed because small business and women are the future of this nation. Everything is evolving around small business right now. Everything. Women make the decisions in the household about purchases and buying. And women are known to contribute back into society and the community at a, at a huge level when they're successful. They, they contribute not just financially, but intellectually and emotionally. They share. They love to teach. They don't keep, they don't hold on to their secrets of success. They share it. They spread it. So, to help these people become hugely successful is just like my passion point. And it's what keeps me going on the hard days, the difficult days, when I don't feel like writing that next speech or I may not feel like figuring out what's on the next podcast or what's in the next ink article or, you know, and on occasion, very rare occasion, I may not feel like doing that next coaching session. But these are the things that keep me going, those those vision beyond the vision thoughts. Now, so let's say that you're scared about starting a business or creating a new service or product or stepping out in some way just find something that means more to you than that fear something that has a powerful positive feeling versus the fear something that outweighs the fear and you can use close your eyes and use a visual scale see you know two two scales and see the number of that fear what's that fear weighing you down how many pounds are you carrying around because of that fear and then see the joy see the hope see the passion on the other side and it's going to feel lighter 
but it's going to be more powerful. So creating a better future for your family. Think about what that really means. What kinds of things will you do? How will you enjoy that financial security, even abundance? How will you enjoy the the freedom of time? Identify how you can make a real difference in the world if that's what you want to do. Or visualize a more rewarding and fulfilling life with some very specific goals. And really let the joy of those things just uh, just like lift your spirits and get you beyond that fear just enough so that you can be brave enough to take the next steps because that's all you have to focus on are those very next steps. Once you find a greater meaning, you'll find courage. See fear not as something to shrink from, but something to overcome because that's really all it is. Okay, so number three. Choosing not to say, yeah, okay, I will do that instead of I'll try. So three, choosing not to say I will instead of I'll try. Has anyone, for instance, like a boss, ever challenged you with something that seems or feels impossible? And it was so intimidating that instead of saying, yep, I'll get that done, you say, um, okay, I'll, I'll give that a try. <laughs> and I'm guilty. You can tell by how well I said that, right? That I've said it a few times. I'm guilty of it, as guilty as the next guy. But I'll tell you what I've realized is that trying doesn't matter. Give it the old college try. Well, if you fail, it doesn't matter. Persistence is what what really matters, eventually you're going to make progress on just about anything if you're persistent. But here's the thing, and, and that doesn't mean that you can't fail. Don't confuse this with, with that. When you say, I'll try, it's because you need an out. Your ego isn't left on the line if you say, well, I'll try, because in those two little words, um, you're, you're basically saying, yeah, I think it's impossible, so I'm just letting you know that right now. So your identity and ego aren't on the line. You're just trying, so you can't really fail, right? Okay, but once you say, yes, I will do that, your perspective changes. I feel it in just saying that out loud. I felt so much more like ready to take it on, whatever it is, when I say that. Yes, I will do that. What previously seemed totally insurmountable is no longer a matter of luck or chance or just trying, but of time and effort and persistence and, well, a really, really positive attitude. Two, when what you want to do really matters or if, you know, if it's important that you get something done because your boss asks you to do it or because it's going to make a big difference in your business or because a client asks you to do it, whatever it is, instead of saying, I'll try, say, I will. Yeah, I'll do that. And keep your promise to yourself. Now, again, Let's not get this confused with other things like promising things that aren't right for your business. If a client comes in and says, I'm paying you $5,000 a month for this and I expect a phone call every single day for updates, but that's not part of your process 
And that's only going to slow the process down, in fact, damage the process because now the client is giving all of his input on something he doesn't know about. You're the expert. Then you say no. You don't say I'll try or we'll see. You say no. And you certainly don't say I will. Make sure that whatever you're committing to aligns with your values and aligns with your mission and purpose and um your processes and systems within your business. So please don't think I'm trying to tell you here to say yes to everything because I'm really, really, really not. These are the things that are important to you in some way. And this one follows up that first one by by saying choosing not to try again. Number four, choosing not to go after it again, okay, you may never create the perfect business plan, may never find the perfect business partners like my client and actually a number of clients or the perfect market or the perfect location, but you can find the perfect time to start because that's right now, okay? Right now, today, when you're done listening to this show, talent, experience, and connections are important, but put all of your experience and talent into new things, into some new things, not not all. And some of it is going to work out. And some of those things are really important for you. And after you've taken enough shots at it over time, you're going to grow more skilled, more experienced, and more connected. And again, you won't be saying that hindsight is twenty twenty stuff, right? You'll have all the hindsight and lessons you need. And that will mean an even greater percentage of your efforts will succeed. So those, quote unquote, perceived failures, I'm going to call them, are important to forward growth, to momentum, to success. Take enough shots at something and you're going to learn from each and every experience. And in time, You'll have all the skills and knowledge and connections that you need to make the next one easier and easier. Well, maybe not easier, but less stressful, more successful, and yeah, easier in some ways. But things that are worth having can create a challenge, right? Can mean that there's a lot of work in it because you're always wanting to grow. I am not saying that success is really difficult, impossible, hard work. It doesn't have to be that way. But the the more you want, the more success you have, the more you want. Because as humans, we are created to always want to strive for that next level, most of us anyway. And so there is going to be drive that's necessary. There is going to be work that's necessary. There may even be some pain in it. There are going to be more of those perceived failures. There's going to be a lot of stuff that isn't pleasant as you take these giant leaps. Know that, accept that, and have the courage to embrace that and to understand that there are little golden nuggets in every giant leap, no matter how painful it gets. There are things that are so important and critical indeed to your happiness and your ability to move forward, your ability to embrace life, to love yourself and love others. So take another shot at it. If it doesn't work out the first time, take another shot at it. Ultimately, remember, success is a numbers game. 
It's all about taking that shot over and over and again. The more shots you make, the more time you'll succeed. So get the power of numbers on your side and take as many shots as you can. There's no guarantee of success, but when you don't try at all, you're always guaranteed to fail, right? So that's kind of the theme behind this show. If you're getting that, you're, you're always guaranteed to fail if you don't try. So step out and give it a try. the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka, and we'll be right back after these. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With Baby and Toddler Instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Hey kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. So I'm here to try and save you a little bit of pain, grief, and a lot of regret. And we're going over the nine things that you can change now, the nine things that you'll always regret if you do them, and how to kind of switch it up and and make different choices because that's what life is all about, right? Making the choices that are healthy for you and doing the best to make choices that are healthy for all concerned, but you first, you got that oxygen mask to put on you now. All right, number five, and this one, this one is really big, and I'm going to make a confession right here. Even though I'm doling out this advice, it kind of makes my heart go pitter-patter a little bit because it's something that I can kind of get stuck on. And number five is choosing not to move 
to another city, state, or even another country. Okay, familiarity creates comfort, but comfort is often the enemy of improvement. (laughs) There's that comfort zone thing I talk about so often. It's not so comfy anymore, is it? I mean, we can really get stuck in that comfort zone and it holds us back. And we like being around what is familiar uh, to us. But if you have a great opportunity and the only thing that is holding you back is the thought of moving, move. Do it. Do it. Take the leap. If you want to be closer to a fam- to family members or friends and the only thing holding you back is the thought of moving, move. If you want to be closer to people who think and feel and act more like you, move. And that last one is me, you know. I'm kind of, I live in a place that I love and it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful community, but it's all about raising kids and families and, and um you know, I think that's great. And it was great sometimes when I was raising my kids, but my girls are raised now. And so here I am in this nice, tidy little family community that's all buttoned up and, and a little bit on the conservative side. That doesn't sound like me, does it? Nope, nope, nope. And so I get stuck with this one. Um, but frankly, I have really good friends here. So it's a tough one. But if if your situation is just a little more black and white, than than mine is, move, do it. Don't let it stop you. You know, you'll always find new cool places to hang out. They're out there, especially if you're moving closer to people who think and act and feel like you do. You know, you're always going to find that places. There's Meetup online, a great place to go to meet new people, to find out what's going on. And you'll develop new routines and you'll make new friends. I'm telling that to myself. I'll make new friends. (laughs) But when the fear of moving is the only thing holding you back, do it. Take that leap. You will. You'll find the things to do and the places to do it. And you'll also gain a new perspective on your life. Now, I have a caution here. Uh, because I I run into this with 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 one of my friends actually and um and I've run into it a number of other times. If you think that moving is going to fix everything in your life, okay, you're wrong. Eh, not going to happen. Remember that saying, and this one is an important one to embrace. Wherever you go, there you are. Okay, so if you have problems, if you have you know fearful thinking or anxiety or depression, and stress and worry, and it's really about what's what's going on within you, changing what is without <laughs> is not going to change what's within. Now, with that said. There are some improvements that can be made. You know, in in my case, for instance, maybe I would just love being in what I would consider a more progressive community. Maybe I would make tons of new friends. Maybe my business would go even better. I'm not sure about that. But, um, you know, there are a lot of maybes there, a lot of, of this could happens attached to that. And And so, yes, it can help. But really, if you're carrying baggage that you've been carrying around for a while, don't think that running away, think, am I running away or am I moving for opportunity? That's the question to ask because running away is not going to solve it. Okay. Number six. Ooh, big one. Really, really big one. Choosing not to let go. 
choosing not to let go, especially you entrepreneurs out there. Entrepreneurs can hang on. They really can. They can hang on to bad ideas, bad business models, bad belief systems. You know, we hang on. And bitterness and resentment and jealousy are things that you got to let go of. They're like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die, right? <laughs> but you're the only one who loses. And life is too short to resent all the people who may have hurt you. Let those hard feelings go. My client, who has had all those horrible, horrible, horrible partners, she's not angry. She's not angry at all. She said, hey, I made some mistakes. It took me a while, perhaps too long to learn from them, but I did. And I'm doing great now. And so I'm just really joyful about that. She has this beautiful attitude. Okay. Spend the energy you save cherishing the people who love you in a wonderful, wonderful way because it will save you a lot of energy. About, I don't know, maybe three months ago, I interviewed a friend, peer, and six-time Emmy Award-winning producer, Sean DuPeron, uh, for one of my columns over at Inc.com. And, and here's a quote that, that I think really sums this up. Sean said, really successful people can separate themselves from what's been done to them and take 100% of that responsibility for their part in the story. When you can then see and accept your part in a nightmare, the answers to your problems will come. And it's so true. Do you ever find yourself saying, well, he or she did this and it wasn't my fault. And yeah, that person really screwed me over. And you know what? Take your share of the responsibility because there is always always some share to take no matter how innocent no matter how much you think you've been done to um, yeah, there are some things you might have done differently that could have prevented it now the name of that article is why you must forgive yourself for your company's sake and you'll find it in my article list over at inc.com slash author slash marla hyphen tabaka uh, unfortunately, Inc., like everyone else online, does not date their articles, so I cannot give you a date, but just scroll down, I don't know, 10, 12 articles, and you'll say you'll see why you must forgive yourself for your company's sake. And if you don't have a company, if you're not an entrepreneur, it still really does apply to you. And, um, you know, I, I think this topic of forgiveness is so important that I also contacted Jack Canfield, who is the author of Chicken Soup for Your Soul. And I've talked to Jack a few times, and I think he's a really amazing person. And so we did an inter interview on the topic of forgiveness um, as well. And it's called Chicken Soup for the Entrepreneur's Soul. And I think it ran just a couple or a few weeks after Sean's article, uh, Why You Must Forgive Yourself for Your Company's Sake. So check that one out too. And, you know, forgiveness just buys you a lot. It You'll, you'll become more confident and you'll be able to promote your company better in that new confidence. You'll be able to try new things in that new confidence. Uh, you know, when you, when you take on your part of something, it makes it okay. It actually feels good to let go of the blame because you got to forgive yourself when you do that. And it feels good. You'll find that you'll persevere through more and keep going and you'll learn to ask for help and continue to take more emotional risks because now you have a greater capacity to grieve your losses and forgive yourself. 
Okay, so that's going to make you a more powerful business person too. And learning to take responsibility for things in your life, even when you feel like a victim, is really, really a powerful point in successful people. It's a powerful ability. Acknowledge and embrace your regrets and your anger, and you're going to experience the power in that. It is truly something. So... Number seven is choosing not to say you're sorry. Choosing not to say you're sorry. You ever do something kind of stupid? You make a mistake and you think, well, you kind of let that ego come into play. And you, well, it wasn't my fault. Or she asked for that. I mean, she didn't tell me that blah, 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 blah. Or even for some things that are not probably in your control but have to do with you, like if you're trying to do a presentation and your computer keeps glitching away on you, you know, that's not necessarily your fault, but yeah, that's, it's, it's good to apologize for things like that. Now, let's face it, we all make mistakes. So that means we all have things that we need to apologize for, whether they're things you said, actions you took. Simple omissions, those little white lies, those lies of omission, failing to step up or step in, contribute, do your part. There are so many things that an apology really is in order. So swallow your fear, your ego, your pride, whatever stops you, and just say, hey, I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm sorry. It's that simple. Two simple words. Then you'll help the other person let go of their resentment and, and bitterness too. You know, when you refuse to apologize for something, you put the other person on the defensive. But when you surprise them with taking share in a responsibility, there's not a lot they can say to it. You know, and that bitterness and resentment really does resolve itself. You'll both get to make that fresh start, whether you're together or not, whether that person ever comes into your life or not. Again, you'll both be able to make a fresh start sooner. And uh, and that's better than never. So I think thank you and I'm sorry are four of the most powerful words you can say. I know I'm is actually conjunction, so it's two words. Um, so okay, Five of the most powerful words you can ever use, and they are really, really going to take you to the next level. Get rid of that ego. Now, ego is not an entirely bad thing. It's how you use ego that makes it kind of difficult, but get rid of that part of the ego and move on. All right. Now, you've heard in business, well, you need to have a backup plan, especially when you are just starting out and people are concerned for your financial security. You know, they'll tell you, what's your backup plan? What if this doesn't work? Well, guess what? Number eight is choosing the, the, the thing you'll regret is choosing not to ditch your backup plan. I'm going to tell you to ditch your backup plan. And when we come back from this break, I'm going to let you in on why I feel that way. It may seem contrary coming from a business coach, but uh, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe you shouldn't have a backup plan. You're going to find out why after this break. Secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life. 
through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. This is Toginet, Cutting Edge Radio. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Okay, yes, yep, you heard me right going into that break. Do not have a backup plan. Sure. It's going to help you sleep easier at night if you know that, well, if this doesn't work, I know that I can get a job here. And I've already talked to Sam, and he said that he'll bring me back on board, and wah, 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 wah. But here's the thing. Backup plans, in my opinion, make people quit too soon. Okay? They create an easy out when times get tough. And truly, if you have a backup plan, it's accessible to you at any time. You don't need to think it through. Try not to think it through. Let go of the need to think through a backup plan. You're going to work a lot harder and a lot longer if your primary plan has to work because there is no other option. Okay? You're going to make total commitment without a safety net is going to spur you to work harder than you've ever worked before and, and more than, than you even believe you can right now. It's, it, if you don't have a choice, you have to do it. So somehow, if the worst does happen, though, although the worst is never as bad as you think, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit, trust that you're going to find a way to rebound. Believe in yourself. Trust that there is a backup plan out there for you because there is, but you don't need to spend days, hours, months, or years hashing it out. As long as you keep working hard and you keep learning from your mistakes, you're, you're going to make it. You're going to do, it may not come out exactly the way that you'd planned, but you are going to make it. Now, when you think of the, the fear or the control, the, the concern about what could happen, and it becomes paralyzing. I really like, as simple as it is, I like Byron Katie's The Work for this approach. It's four simple questions. So, so think about something that you're really scared. Oh, my gosh, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to lose my home. Ask yourself this first. Is it true? Just say yes or no. Is it true? I mean, really, are you going to lose your home? Yes or no? Can you absolutely, undeniably know that it's true? Again, yes or no. If, if this plan doesn't work, are you going to lose your home? Absolutely, positively, no doubt in your mind. Yes or no. 
Number four is how do you do, how do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? Ask yourself, what happens to me when I believe I'm going to lose my home? What happens? You become emotionally and maybe even physically paralyzed. Thought can cause illness. And I'll tell you what, if illness is going to create a big enough excuse for you not to succeed, then you're going to get sick. It's just the way it works. You will. I see it all the time. And I help people with that all the time. People come to me with serious illness and we work out like, how did I get here? What thought contributed to this? What patterns contributed to this illness? Let's resolve those patterns now. And they get well. It's amazing. So what happens to you? What do you feel when you take on that thought? Now ask yourself this. Who would you be without that thought? When you write that down, turn the thought around. Then find at least three specific Genuine examples of how each turnaround is true for you in this situation. Okay, so, you know, if, if this doesn't work, I'm going to lose my house. Really? Are you? Probably not. There are other things. There are lots of backup plans for you out there. So really think about that. Is it true? And can you undeniably say it's true? And think about how it cripples you, how it paralyzes you when you believe that. Turn it around. I'm probably not going to lose my house. I'm just scared. And then think about situations where you had the same types of fear and how you turn those around and how it felt for you to be able to do that and to work through those fear barriers and come out the other side. It's really pretty amazing. So, you know, it's called The Work, if you haven't heard of it. And if you haven't heard of Byron Katie, uh, she's the woman with the first last name. Um, so her her name is spelled B-Y-R-O-N, and her last name is K-A-T-I-E, Byron Katie. Look it up, The Work. Very simple stuff, but very powerful. All right, our final one for the day. Choosing... To be too proud. Here we go with ego again, okay? Don't be too so proud that you can't admit a mistake or to have big dreams or to poke fun at yourself. And I don't mean to become a totally self-deprecating personality because that's ugly because eventually people start to, to believe what you are are teasing about, you know? Um, and don't be so proud as to not be able to help ask other people for help and don't be so proud as to not fall on your butt from time to time because you're gonna I'm gonna I have gosh knows oh my gosh have I ever and if you're too proud then it just makes the struggle grander it makes you hold on tighter it leads to that lack of forgiveness that we talked about it it tends to to prevent you from saying you're sorry and it keeps you from letting go it keeps you from that move that you want with all your heart to find that other city or be closer to family or do whatever you want to do to, to move house it, it keeps you from getting up and trying again and it, it keeps you to that well I'll try instead of the resolve behind I will and it keeps you from being brave and you know it keeps you from choosing 
to to have discipline instead of regret. So this is this last one, this number nine, is the foundation for absolutely everything I talked about here today. Okay, don't be too proud. This is this ego thing again is what holds most people back from from success. And I'll tell you what, something you've heard me say this before, most likely, if you've listened to a number of my shows, but something that I admire about successful people, like I'm talking hugely successful people that I've gotten to speak to, to interview, to connect with, um, is that they want to help. They want to help people like you and me get to the very, very top of our games. I'll tell you what, when I have an idea for my business and I, I don't feel real sure about that idea or real confident in the idea or I'm stuck, I reach out to somebody who is way, way, way smarter and more experienced than me. And I've got a lot of those somebodies, luckily, in my network. And I have social media uh, to thank for that. And, um, you know, I do. I reach out to these people and I'm not proud about it because I know – I know I could offer something in return, but that's not what it's all about. I know more that uh, the fact that they want to help. They want to be there. They want to see other people succeed, just like I do. You know, I said in, earlier in the show that what's most important to me is helping businesses and individuals succeed. And that's huge. It's a huge part of my mission, not just because I have a big heart, you know, no, I mean, it's not, that's part of it, of course, but that's not really what it's about to me. It's about making this economy healthier. It's about making this country um, understand an entirely different mentality, that of sharing and loving and giving instead of taking, taking and taking. It's about making this place a better place to live for future generations. It's big. And so, you know, when people come to me in the right way, and that's important, when they come to me in the right way with the right attitude, I want to help them. And it's how I earn my living. So instead of being too proud, take pride in the fact that no matter what may happen, you're always going to get up and you're always going to go back at it because that's who you are. You're not a trier. You are a doer, especially if you think about these nine regrets that we've worked on here today. Now, this is not, I did not make this into an ink article. So if you want a, I can't promise you a transcript of the show, but if you want my outline on this show, I'm going to be like really happy to send it to you. So you can email me at Marla at Marla Tabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A. T-A-B-A-K-A dot com and go ahead and ask me for the nine the nine things that you'll regret if you don't change them, okay? Because that's what this is about here today. Those nine things that you'll regret if you keep doing them and that hindsight thing, okay? So please feel free to contact me if you want this list of nine because it is not um, in my article database over on Inc. So it's important. You know, if you follow these these guidelines, then you'll never truly lose because your dreams can never, ever, ever die. And that's what happens, right? 
when we don't go back to the drawing board, we don't say thank you, we don't say I'm sorry, we don't do all of these things, is we let those dreams go and then we end up in regret, remorse, anger, and sick, sick, sick. All right. So I have really enjoyed sharing these words of wisdom with you today and I I sure hope that you've benefited from at least one or two or three of the points and because I know that you probably don't make all of these mistakes and but we all make some of them and maybe there are times in our lives where we do make them all because we're just so fear-ridden and if I can help you to get through these points to find that that brave person inside of yourself to understand the change that you want to happen in your life. Because if you're not happy and you're not successful in your business, then you do want change. You're just maybe fearing the change. If I can help you understand and create that change, then I, I want to help you. So I love working with people like you who are ready for change and just not quite sure how to make it happen. And together, we can make it happen. So you know where to find me. I'm over on MarlaTabaka.com. In social media, I use my name. So my handle over in just about every, really every social media venue is Marla Tabaka. So I'm really easy to find. And you can email me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. Let's get your business to the point that it can get. Let's see and identify the potential of your business and what needs to be done for that to happen and take you to that next level. Because you know what? Even though you may not think so today, you deserve it. And you are ready for it. Because if it's not today, then it's probably just never. <laughs> and we don't want never to, to be the, the recurring theme here. So when we're done, when you're done listening to the show, give some thought to these things. What do I really, really want in my life that I haven't achieved? What are three small steps I can take toward achieving it, toward getting ready, toward laying the foundation? And sometimes the first step is easy. It's just telling people. It's just saying out loud, you know what? This is what I want. Give it some energy. Give it some oomph and go out there and make it happen. I have so enjoyed being here with you today. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. And you know that you can find more over at toginet.com and there are other fabulous hosts. So make sure to look into all the shows here on Toginet. And this is Marla Tabaka. I look forward to seeing you next week. And meanwhile, have a fantastic week, everybody. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you've